This is the account of my second Wachuma experience. It's the day after the first one. And I'm going to read from my journal, which is dated the 23rd of April. The trek through the jungle was awesome after the long boat ride, during which we were headed into a storm. The energy and sights were breathtaking. Stopping occasionally during the trek, I took in the feel of the jungle, the sights, the sounds, the smells and the textures. So much life all finding its way through each day, struggling to survive, all having their own ways of finding nourishment and each having their own defence mechanisms. Life is a constant battle of survival, eat or be eaten. The people we met were full of joy and love. We went for a swim in the river, in the middle of the jungle. It was refreshing, cooling and bonding. I have a sense of love and understanding for each person here. Everyone has their own fears and shortcomings. We are all struggling through life, <clears throat> but embracing it, learning to live in the moment, enjoying it all. <clears throat> learning to love the moments and creating the treasured memories. On the return journey, it was dusk, with storms in the distance. The contrast of sunset, lightning, and the silhouette of the jungle, coupled with the soundtrack from the headphones, made every moment special. Back at the sanctuary, we sat for an hour, just talking, being together. It felt natural. At the Mesa, we were offered the sanguano, which is a liquid that is snorted into each nostril and it's a purgative and a way to induce a trans-like state. And after I'd snorted the liquid, I found myself stood on the male side, staring at the human skulls and I did feel like I was in a trance, not a strong one. I was very much aware still, but still felt an empty trance-like state. It's supposed to give some clarity. I felt like it was the death of something, although I wasn't sure what of. Even though Lange kept popping into my thoughts, that didn't feel like what was dying. Maybe that's my ego trying to cling on. The second dose of Sanguano was different. I found myself on the feminine side of the Masada. My eyes kept falling onto the muriel at the back. And after a few minutes, I kept staring, feeling like he was telling me to look up. My gaze slowly moved up, like he was telling me to elevate myself, to lift myself higher and higher and my gaze eventually falling onto the muriel of the jaguar. Locking eyes with it, I felt like it was a challenge, almost, daring me, pushing me to rise, to become what I am capable of. So here, we'd had the second dose of Wachuma, which again is taken at the, the altar, the same as the previous one, where we ground ourselves before we drink and then again 
we took a, a boat ride to another part of the jungle where we were going to visit the tribe and again the the overall feeling of the experience that I got was how everything everyone in life is going through their own struggles which doesn't make theirs any less than mine or mine any more than theirs and the overall message again that I got from this experience was to try and live in the present moment and enjoy the moment because that's all we have really and if you're not enjoying the moment you're not enjoying life because the, the next moment may not happen after we'd met and interacted with the tribes people unfortunately I forgot the name but again every person I've met that lives in the jungle is so is so happy um, they just seem overwhelmingly content with life with what they've got and when we were offered the chance to swim in a, another part of the, the river I jumped at the chance um, it was a little bit unnerving because obviously there are uh, caimans and uh, I can't remember if it's alligators or crocodiles which are the, the salt water um, and obviously snakes and, and all the rest of the uh, creatures that might take a bite out of you but I didn't want to pass up the opportunity. I figured it was a case of uh, facing my fear. And as I was walking into the into the river, obviously the, the river bed's full of um, dead branches, logs, etc. And I was walking in barefooted and it was, uh, every step was slightly terrifying. I wasn't sure if I was going to step on something that, that might take a bite of me. Um, but obviously I didn't. Uh, and it was uh, it was only the lads that went for a swim. Um, and it was a very uh, it was a very powerful experience, a very bonding experience. I think we all experienced the same fear. Of stepping into the river um, but we all overcame it and it was a yeah it was a very powerful experience the return boat journey was intense it was getting dark visibility was maybe 40 50 feet if that and all you could see was river and trees and the is it the pilot of the boat I don't, don't know how he found his way back to the sanctuary amazed me every time we went for a boat journey because it was just lefts and rights down all these different sections of rivers one joined into another um, and to me it all just looked the same 
but obviously to him he knew his way around and as we're navigating all these different parts of the river it was getting darker we had our headphones in each of us so we're all sat in isolation as, as such with our own thoughts each listening to our own different music mine was again Bob Marley and as we wove our way through these uh, different parts of the river sometimes you could see in the distance the lightning in the clouds from distant storm and again that was that was a really powerful intense experience once we'd returned to the sanctuary we were sat for about an hour just talking interacting um, sharing our experience and again it was a really really powerful experience uh, if you've got the the reference point it would be uh, like being in a in a nightclub or a, an after party um, where you're on the, the experience of, of MDMA where you're all just sat talking um, but there's a an underlying bond there between the group after we'd been sat around talking for a while we were given the opportunity to ingest uh, what at the time I thought was sanguano but it's it's actually pronounced sanango and the full name is shirik sanango if I'm pronouncing it right and it's a, a flowering shrub from the nightshade family it's native to South America uh, and grows abundantly in the Amazon rainforest and Amazonian curanderos the shamans have used this plant to treat a multitude of ailments ranging from arthritis to cancer and it's a plant that is regarded uh, as a master plant or a plant that teaches and it's a plant that was dieted or eaten by the forefathers of the Shibobo tribe to obtain strength and in our case it was a liquid that was snorted through one nostril and then another which is quite an act in itself um, and it's described as a, a purgative so it's similar to ayahuasca I guess in that it helps purge I guess anything that needs purging from the body we stepped up one at a time to the Masada and some of us chose to some of us chose not to um, but those that did snorted the liquid and it's for me in, induced like I said a, a trans like state and I was stood at, at one part of the of the Masada the side that I'd been drawn to previously which was where the skulls were animal skulls, human skulls um, and I realised it was it was the side that 
I guess symbolized death I only realized that um, only realized that later on and at the time it did feel like it was the death of something and like I said in the journal entry I, I, I wasn't sure what it was but afterwards I realized that this whole this whole experience was um, was was about death not in the physical sense obviously but more in the ego sense maybe it's the death of a, a previous version of myself and when I was offered the, the second dose I took it obviously um, and this time, this time I was I was drawn to the the feminine side of the Masada and again later I, I realized this was about about growth rebirth I guess after the the death that I'd experienced previously and the this part of the experience this rebirth part was there was something drawing me to the muriel at the back which I don't know what was drawing me to it uh, an energy um, and I couldn't my head my gaze wouldn't stay low it kept getting drawn up this muriel to the jaguar and again later I realized this was about um, about the rebirth about the the start of a new chapter both internally and externally in the um, another chapter of my life I guess the next day we had kind of a day off in that we weren't due to take um, any medicine and as I sat and thought about my life up to this point and what I wanted next from it again it this this whole with tumor experience or the experience with these plants there was three different ones Wachuma, um, Sangano, and what later comes, the Vilka. It was all about death and rebirth, and how I was shutting the door on one part of my life and opening the door on another. And I spent this day thinking about what I wanted next for my life. And what I what I needed to do to go about that, and again it was all just about a lot of it was about just being in the moment, not expecting anything, um, not dwelling on the past. Certainly, I think it's wise to reflect on maybe what's happened previously, see what's what lessons are available um, 
and try to do better next time. But obviously we're all human, we all make mistakes. Um, and like I said earlier, we're all going through our own struggles each and every day. It's a case of, for me, forgiving myself any mistakes that I have made, trying to learn from them, trying to do better next time and to enjoy the moment because that's all life is, moment to moment and I realised if I wasn't enjoying the, the moment I wasn't enjoying life because the next moment might not come which was a, might sound obvious to a lot of people um, but to me it wasn't I also started feeling and I've wrote in my journal I feel drained and tired physically and emotionally and looking back I think that was it was draining because I was processing processing a lot um, and again it was again it was just the death of my previous life that's that's what I realised maybe it's not so much then but looking back now um, it was a transitionary day in that when I'd experienced the death on the Sangano it was it was much more emotionally and physical draining than what I realised and today my body was was feeling that we were given a talk by Don Howard um, about about Vilke. I think I might have explained it in the previous episode, but just in case I haven't, Vilke is a tree that grows in South America, and the word Vilke translates as sacred, and the the seed pods are mixed into a snuff and the snuff contains 5-MeO-DMT and bufotony and it's usually sniffed through a blowpipe but in our case it was going to be sniffed through the finger bone of a shaman that died 2,000 years ago and the way Don Howard explained it was that it'll simulate, you'll get the experience of of death, basically. And it was optional. Not everyone felt the need. Um, but obviously uh, I did. And I'll go into more detail about that uh, in the next episode. Thanks for listening.